Hey there, hey there. Today we have a whole nother good word for you. It is prostrate your heart and make and make ready your heart. Okay? So we're prostrating our heart and we're going to make our heart ready for the king, the king of all kings. Okay? And then get our heart ready to enter into the kingdom of God. Okay? So, right now, God, we come boldly before your throne, just thanking you, Lord God, for everything that you do, God, everything that you are, God. We're learning how, we're going to learn today, God, how we make ready our heart and get our heart ready for the kingdom of God. God, we just thank you for just allowing us to be able to even make it in, Lord God. We know that our sins, Lord God, are overwhelming, Lord God. But thank God for Jesus being able to wipe our slates clean. God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, God, for everything that you're doing in our lives and about to do in our lives, Lord God. Lord God, we ask that you make this word nourishment to our minds, bodies, and souls. In Yahshua's name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. All right. Today we're coming from Joel 2, 12 and 13. And it says, therefore, also now saith the Lord turn ye even to me with all your heart and with fasting and weeping and with mourning and rend meaning rip your heart and not your garment and turn unto the Lord your God, for he is gracious and mercy, slow to anger and great, I'm sorry, and of great kindness, and repenteth him of the evil. Okay? Now, what does prostrate mean? To prostrate means to lay stretched out on the ground with face downward. It's a form of submission or reverence, okay? Laying prostrated on the floor, fasting, repentance, weeping, um, rendering, render of the heart, and even though God doesn't want you to render or meaning, meaning rip your garments anymore, he still wants you to, he still wants, because the, the meaning of ripping of garments is because you're angry, right? So God needs you to be angry with the enemy, Right? But not only ripping of garments, rip your heart. Rip your heart. We're going to get into that. And mourning. All our ways of submission or reverence to the Most High. Okay? These are all ways we're going to gain mercy and grace from our father but not only that these are ways we're able to turn from our evil and turn our heart to the most high okay
See, our heart is where evil lies. This is where evil things lie, okay? Jeremiah 17 and 9 says, The heart is deceitful above all. So above your mind, above your flesh, above your spirit, that heart is deceitful. It it is very deceitful, okay? And and it says, let me finish this scripture. Above all things, and despitefully wicked, who can know it? Who can know the 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 heart? People swear, oh, my heart is making me do this. Well, how do you know? Who can know the heart? Okay. Um. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I looked away. Okay. And even with this, Jeremiah 17 and 10, so right after 9, 17 and 10, right? Also says, I, the Lord, stretch, search, sorry, search the heart. I tr- I try the rain even to give every man according to his own way and according to the fruit of his doing. See, the heart has its own way of doing things. This is why we need Psalms 51 and 10. And it says, create in me, O Lord. I'm sorry, creating me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. And Yah will do just that. Look at what Ezekiel 36 and 29 says. It says, a new heart also, also will give you a new spirit okay let's start over sorry i got interrupted a new heart also will give you a new i'm sorry okay a new heart also i will give you and a new spirit will i put within you and i take i will take away that stony heart out of you out of your flesh and give you a an heart of flesh and these are the things we need from Yah a clean fleshly heart now he doesn't he doesn't mean worldly when he says flesh you know sometimes we when we hear flesh we think of the world right because that's usually what he's talking about but not this time in this instance he means a heart that is moved by his power and a a heart that feels a stony heart feels nothing this it feels nothing 
is not in fear of nothing. It reverences nothing. Yet a fleshly heart fears Yah. It reverences him. And stony is dead while flesh is alive. Right? When you're in this fleshly body, when you're in this fleshly body, this fleshly this body is alive, right? And it feels things. If you cut it, you it feels that cut. Right? So he's going to give you a heart of flesh to where you can feel. Okay, where you will be able to feel things, feel the power, feel the love, feel the excitement, feel these kind of things within your heart, feel joy. See, this is why we must keep our heart prostrated or laid out in front of the Most High, always laying at his feet. Are always laying your heart at his feet. Okay. He is the only one that knows what to do with it. Okay. He's the only one who knows what to do with your heart. If it needs to go this way, if it needs to be laid out this way, if if your heart needs to be mended, if your heart is already if your heart is broken and it needs a few fixed. It needs a few fixings. If if it got a little filth in it and it needs to be washed clean. If if it it like all of these things, he knows so he knows what to do with it. Why? Because that's where the Holy Spirit should dwell. So if the Holy Spirit is dwelling there, then guess what? He knows what your heart needs. Okay? See, the Lord told Samuel, look not at his countenance or on the high or on the height or his statue because I refused him for the Lord seeth not as man seeth for he looketh on the out on the outward appearance but God looks to the heart see we'll look at and and think that because a man is is oh he he should be upright or he looks like he's upright that does not mean that he is so god will look at you or look at somebody else and see what you don't see or he'll yeah he'll look at you and see what you don't see see y'all knows by the heart See, God is the only one who knows and can look past your appearance. He can look past your your uh, outer appearance to where, you know, some, like like I was just saying, some people will see um, a man who, who cries out in front of people, but God knows the heart. God knows if that cry is, is genuinely for him or is it just puffed up for people. Okay. So, um, see, y'all knows by the heart what is in you. He knows and can see that thing you have stored in your heart and what is lying dormant. Okay. 
So even though you can't see it does not mean it's not there. Just because you don't see what a person has to give or you don't think you you, you have anything to give does not mean that y'all cannot see past whatever you think you see. Yeah, a person can mess up or fall short of the glory. And yes, things can be, you can fall down and um, gotta see a man who's able to rise. Why people will look down and see a man who has failed or fallen short of the glory and be ready to throw him to the wolves. And God be God is always so quick to tell people, don't be so quick to judge. Now, I can understand if you're judging righteously. Right? Because we believe, sometimes we believe that our judgment is righteous, but sometimes it just be pure judgment and it does not be righteous judgment. That's why we must be able to rightly divine, right? Or rightly divide spirits. And that's why God tells you to try the spirit by the spirit. He doesn't tell you to judge the spirit by the spirit. He says try the spirit. Before you begin to say, oh no, nah, that ain't of me. Try that spirit. Oh, that that is of me. Wait, try the spirit. Alright? See, this week has been very... It's been a, a very a strug, a struggle, a struggle of self-esteem, a struggle of confidence, a struggle of of lack of belief. Because, because even though I'm able to do lives where I'm on Facebook and I can talk and I can engage with people, and even though I get up here and I do this podcast. I don't know what it is about being on that pulpit. See here, um, and preaching on live. Okay, this, um, these things it just hit a little different when you're on that pool on that pulpit. You're in front of people, right, and you're preaching. But people don't really know the struggle it takes when to to get up there. Right. Even even now, you know what I'm saying? See, when I when I preach the gospel on Facebook, I have been doing that for almost three years. I have been doing this for almost two. You know what I'm saying? So it is easy to get up here and and give y'all the word of God. It's easy to get up on live and give them the word of God. But see, it is very, very hard. Right. To get in front of people with them staring you in your face and talk. And it's something about the microphone that scares me. I don't like the microphone. The microphone is weird and I just don't like it, right? But, see, um... But nobody really knows the struggle it it takes to get up there be when I first started this and nobody understands like that now that I've been doing it for a while it's nothing but when I first got up there 
it was a struggle for me to to get on here and and give the word. It was a struggle to get on live and to give the word, right? Or speak what God was saying. How how I had how I had, and this is how I had to change my heart, right? To line up with what God was telling me. Right, because I had to line my heart and my mind up with what God is saying, saying, you can do this. This is what I want you to do. Because before I even got on the lives, God had to push me into it because I was not finna do it. I'm like, no, and it's a no, and it's a no. No. Like for a month straight, I was telling God, no, I'm not finna do lives. I'm not finna go live. But now three years later, I'm literally glad he did because this is one that's one of my favorite things. No, I didn't want to start a podcast, but this is one of my favorite things to do is to get up and preach the gospel. So I'm believing that if I start doing it even the more, just like I I did with preaching with uh preaching the gospel on live i will get better because lord knows it was just this uh last year or so like from the beginning of the year maybe ever since i started fasting before that is when you know that's when i started feeling better about it and being able to read online you know because as a kid, you hear you hear the the teachers tell you you're dyslexic and and this is why you're not your reading skills are not up to to par. But then it's like when you're looking at it, things get jumbled up. You're scared. You're not looking at things right. It seems like you're trying to rush and get through things. But God is like, baby, just slow down and let your heart and mind line up with what I'm trying to teach you. What I'm trying to tell you. And this is the same thing with you. If you're going to get what Yah has for you, you're you're going to have to prostrate your heart to the position of surrendering. To just saying, okay, God, whatever you say, it, it is what it is. Whatever you are you're doing in my life, it is what it is. Okay? Proverbs 3, 1 through 2 says, My son, forget not my my laws, but let thine heart keep my commandments for length of days and long life and peace shall ye, I'm sorry, shall they add to ye. Okay, see when you're keeping his commandments, Right, lining your life up, lining your heart up, because these are the ways you line your life up, and make and not forgetting, but putting your memory, put I'm sorry, putting in memory his laws. It it's it's easy to surrender. Right? It's easy to surrender to him. See, scripture tells us in Proverbs 7, 2, and 3, it says, Keep my commandments and lot and live. And my laws as 
the apple of thine eye. Bind them unto thy fingers and write them on the tablets of your heart. So what are you writing on the tablets of your heart? You're writing the your your love your I'm sorry, you're writing his commandments. You're writing his laws. So guess what? You won't sin against them. Okay? See baby, this is telling you me and them and us is telling everyone to get into this word so you can know the the things of Yah. Then take what you've learned and write it on the tablets of your heart. So when you need it, like when you're trying to preach to somebody, when you're trying to teach somebody, they'll come with the word and you know exactly where to go. You know exactly what to do. Well, no, the the commandments tell us this. Or no, the laws tell us this. Or no, God's word tells us this. See, we have to know these things. So guess what? We will not be be made ashamed. Ain't, it what, ain't that what the word says? Say, study to show thyself approved. Rightly dividing the word of God so we can become workmen. Right? Who know not to be ashamed. We have to know. We, we have to know. We have to know. This word. And keep it for things. When, for when we need it. A lot of things. Are stored in our hearts. That tries to clutter up. The place where the Holy Spirit dwells. But it is up to you or up to us to not let these things of this world make us into pack rats or hoarders of things like past hurt, old trauma, past failed relationships, and things of this nature. Scripture tells us in Proverbs 7, I'm sorry, Proverbs 4 and 23, it says, keep thy heart, keep your heart with all diligence for out of it um, are the issues of life. So we must keep our hearts with diligence. Mean with everything we have, we must keep our hearts there. There are a lot of things life brings that we're, that we're just we're just not able to keep so we must keep what we what belongs to us which is our heart because our life and the things in it belongs to whoever you yield to meaning Whoever you, whatever you do is who you yield to. So if you do good, you yield to God. If you do bad, you yield to the devil. So whatever you yield your life to is who you give your life to. If you give, if you yield to good, you give your life to God. If you yield to bad, you give your life to to the devil. Do you understand? God made it so simple that you would understand it that all God did was take away a letter. 
in each one, right? Because if we're talking about evil, if you put a D on it, it's what? Devil, okay? And if you are talking about good, which is God, which is, um, which all you have to do is take away a O and you got God. So he made it so easy for you to understand to all he did was take away a letter. Okay? Baby, there are gems in here. These are good nuggets. Get them. Because wherever your treasure lies, or wherever your treasure is, there are... We're almost finished, y'all. Wherever your treasure lies... Will there will your heart be also? And that's Matthew six and twenty one. Whatever you hold near and dear to your heart, that's what you will follow. Period. I tell you all. I tell you all the time. If you listen back to my my sermons before, I told you it starts with the mind. God, the devil loves to play on your mind. Why? Because he knows if he plays on your mind hard enough, then it goes to your heart. And once it goes to your heart, baby, it has to come to pass because you're going to because that's what 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 you follow. Right? Ain't that what the word just tell, told us? It says wherever your wherever your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Come on, y'all. We have to make sure that our hearts um are lining up with the Most High. This is why we must give our hearts and our lives to God, and this is why. And this is how to keep your heart without diligence by making your treasure, yeah, by making God your treasure. Fall, fall madly in love with the Most High. Make him, make his, make him the one that could never that. I'm sorry, make him the one you could never live without. So much that all you want to do is live, marry, and love on him. And with living your life up with him, everything else has no choice but to line up. Okay? That's all I have for y'all today. Line your life with Christ. Line your life with love. Line your life with the things that that has God in it and that is all about God. And then guess what? Everything else in your life, your children, your your mother, your father, whatever else, your finances, your husband, everything else has to line up. It has to. Because why? Because you have seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Now all of these things must be added unto you because that is scripture. Alright? Love you, love you, love you. Goodbye. Until next time.